Welcome back, guys, for another episode of the Appliance Workshop. Um, this is episode three. We're talking about entrepreneurship versus intrapreneurship. So, you know, starting off a business, it's, I think when we're younger, you know, we're told to follow our dreams and to um, get away from that nine to five. Certainly when I was in my 20s, I always heard get away from the nine to five, start your own business and do something that you want to do and that you love. Yeah. But following that, getting out of that nine to five and following your dreams and being an entrepreneur, yes, you are getting out of the nine to five, but you're getting into the 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. schedule, seven days a week. Well, welcome back <laughs> again. Um, yeah. so ta- yes, today we're gonna show we're gonna show you how easy or difficult yeah it is to start the uh, business. Right. Yeah. So in our uh, business here, the Toronto Appliance Service, well, we uh, worked for somebody before, and um, even though I was working for somebody before, it wasn't um, eight to four job. It was basically we had to finish the calls we were given. So mm-hmm. you were given uh, 12, 13 calls. Right. They must be finished. Yeah. Although they only paid us eight to four, because that's the company. So you got paid hourly base instead of commission there, this base, was right? A car, there was, this, yeah, this was a hourly paid um, um, place. Mm-hmm. So we didn't like that. We didn't like right. that. So some guys, uh, they decided to go striking and this and that. Why don't we get paid for until we work until five or six? Yeah. But they yeah. say, you know what? I'm going to come to, I'm going to finish my work at four. Whatever I finish till four, I finish. If I didn't, uh, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, um, with different companies I was working for, Yep. One day uh, I said, you know what, let's see to see how the business is going to be. Well, of course, the dream was always to have your own business. Right. And when you came to Canada, you did all those odd jobs and then... Well, in the early days, still back home, yeah, yeah. Uh, my father mm-hmm. was proposing that I have a business with him. He was he was uh, architect. He was architect, so he was, he was designing, yeah. um, um, you know, he was... Uh, uh, Sketching all these houses and then uh, uh, and then uh, planning the gas p- tubes and all this. Oh, wonderful! And yeah. the houses and I finished electrical school, so I was supposed to be an electrician, mm-hmm. but that thing uh, didn't work out because apparently I left. Right, I left for a better life in Canada. <laughs> I immigrated back here, so yes, the business was always um, thing to start. Now, um, so I decided to go to the business. What happened was when I was working for a company, and I was working for a few companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think only two companies that worked before I opened the business. I finished my job. I go home. No, uh, no worries about uh, what's gonna happen tomorrow. Is there calls tomorrow? No calls tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna get the money um, uh, from the customers. So it's gonna be enough to pay the employees, whoever this is. So I was young, 21 years old. I say, why don't we try the business? And yeah. uh, this, which business was this exactly? This was the business used to be called AC Appliance and Refrigeration. Right. Stands for Anna Chris. Oh, perfect. Appliance yeah. and Refrigeration. Okay. Right. So right. that was the name, f- first name of the business. And I started it. I remember my father came to Canada that time. He assisted me to going with me, accompany me, going with me downtown Toronto. I registered the business. And I. And it was nice. It was yeah. very nice for the felt, fr- for felt the good. Fr- felt good. Yes, I registered. Those days we used to advertise um, in Toronto Sun, in Toronto mm-hmm. Star. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was no internet that time. Yeah. So we couldn't. We uh, there was yellow pages as well. We didn't right. go there because it was very expensive. Yeah. Uh, Toronto Star and Sun was uh, was um, actually um, cheaper. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, uh, today's Kijiji, something right. kind of thing like that. Yeah. And six or seven months, the business was great, beautiful, okay? Um, uh, the calls were coming to the house. Um, um, my wife was answering it. Yeah. And I was doing the calls. But the thing with the business was it's actually 24-7. Exactly. So you did gain your independence. You're not working for anyone. You're working for yourself yeah. and your family. Um, you know, you have... The thing about starting your own business is like you have that startup costs, you have the you have to put in all that extra work to to get yourself off the ground, um, but it's about getting customers to pay you for your service, right? To and so to start the business takes a really uh, it's a risk. It's a it's, it's a, a huge big, risk. It's a big yeah. risk, especially the time 
I just came to Canada yep. very f fairly new, not much of a good English at that exactly. time. Yep. Not much of a friends uh, who can actually mm -hmm. help me here and there. Right. And uh, lucky me that uh, the uh, Toronto Sun and Toronto S Star, mm -hmm. the newspapers, they worked for the time and, and we were good. But, but, like, but like I said, yeah. it was only happening until a certain point. Then at one time, yeah. 1991, as if somebody cut the lines of the tel telephone. Right. Everything stopped. Mm -hmm. That suddenly stopped. And now, yeah. now you have no employment. Yeah. Now there is apartment to pay. Mm -hmm. Now there's kids to feed. Mm -hmm. Now the wife doesn't work. What do I do? There's a, a payment for the vehicle. Yeah. And wow, that was like terrible. Yeah. But here the, the recession started, and it was six oh, years. Right. Six, 1991, 1997. It was very bad. Right. People lost lots of work at the mm -hmm. time. They they lost their investments. Uh, right. They houses marriages uh, collapsed for sure of that yeah so business uh, you know I was new and young so I was not afraid some people would right some people would. but yours yours is a particularly different story because uh, you're offering a service and you don't need necessarily licenses to offer this service as a appliance technician what you were able to do is if you needed more money you would uh, take more calls in that certain day and, and try to get more money for that week to pay these bills or that bills or whatever it may be but those who really relied on let's say a, a convenience store or anything like that uh, when a recession hits and you start your own business like that it, it's very difficult let's say a florist or anything other yeah. than that you're offering a service where you can go and fix someone's appliance the problem with the service is yeah you need to get these people to call you that's true that's how true. do you get this, them to call you? Mm -hmm. How do you get these people to know you yep. and then to call you? And right. the recession came, yes. We were very, very slow. Mm -hmm. We had tons of bills. At that time, I remember yeah. we, we entered um, uh, we entered um, Yellow Pages business. Yeah. They charged, I think I paid $64,000 a year. In 1991. For the Yellow Pages yeah. advertisement. That's it unbelievable. Was, it was unbelievable. so expensive. Yeah. And I was getting only a little, a little uh, not much work from there. Right. Basically about 15 to 20 calls a day. That's all. Wow. We wow. had some contracts with the government mm -hmm. here and there. We had uh, um, some customers that we know from the north from before. So yep. they call us. Mm -hmm. Because oh, don't you forget this company at on appliance service after uh, get after do it. Um, yep. They were big at some point some years ago. Uh, in that same general time space, like 1991, 1997, they became no, bigger? They, no, they were, they were only two people. Yeah, time. oh, I see, okay. That's when I got in on board. Yeah. Uh, it's me and just a partner. Right. But starting the business, right, you typically, to become an entrepreneur, you, you first have to find um, a problem that your service or product will solve, right? And so, you know, as an appliance service technician, of course, it's not a regulated uh, body here in Ontario, but a lot of appliances, right? Every household has at least six appliances and your service uh, solves their problem, which is a broken appliance, which is great. But other entrepreneurs, right? They're trying to figure out a problem in the world and then bring a solution to it. And it's a fantastic journey that someone can go on. You learn so many things. You wear seven different hats in one, one person, the, the marketing hat, advertising, uh, director, service technician, uh, manager, you're everything. Accountant, bookkeeper, cleaner, but it's sweeper. Cleaner, it is very, very difficult, but an amazing journey for anyone who enters the entrepreneurship life. So now, but it is difficult. It is not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's exactly. for some people only. Yeah. Um, you need to um, know that uh, it takes a lot of sacrifices. A lot of sacrifices. So whether yep. you are, you know, when you uh, go enter the to um, to to own your own business. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of courage yeah. and time. So basically, you work all the time. You and go it's very you go, lonely too. You go vacation, yeah. you work. Yeah. You go uh, I know home, that, yeah. you worry. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yes, yeah. I am successful. It's been 31 years now, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And uh, it's been through so many different things. Yes, right. but that takes a lot of time. Yeah. And the family suffers definitely. Right. And so. I know people that are very good in the trade. Yeah, they don't like to be owner of the business because that's responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So being the owner of the business, um, yes, everybody thinks, yeah, okay, I'm going to register the business, I'm going to be owner. Right. 
It's not that easy, people. It's not yeah. that easy. It, it is, and it's, it's lonely. It's, it's it really e is. It's easy, but it's yeah. not. Yes, you look at me right now. Yes, I'm successful. That's mm -hmm. correct. I'm successful. Mm -hmm. But I spend lots of time on this. And lonely right, hours, day and night. Yep. So many times, how so many times I'm, I'm yep. leaving this place here at 1 o'clock, at 2 o'clock. In the morning. 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right? Yeah. It's because the job has to be done. Whoever works here today, mm -hmm. they leave home, you know, they leave uh, 5 o'clock sharp. Right. And that's it. Uh, no worries. Uh, tomorrow yeah. they, they come to work and they um, expect to have things uh, prepared for them so they can work. Of course. But yeah. you have to worry. Yeah. So it is nice because, yes, as it says right here, there's yeah. all the benefits you get afterwards when you enter this uh, right. entrepreneurship. Uh, ship, uh, um, that if you play your cards right, then yeah. you do have some – you can – establish yourself where you have days yeah. off for yourself and your family and stuff like that but the one thing I learned as an entrepreneur is that you know nobody works for you especially as a director or, or owner of the company you work for the people yeah. in your business it's you work for your employees that's the matter of the fact you, no one works for you believe me and many times you work for them yeah I know and many, believe me many times yeah. I hear this this slang that goes around here you're the owner of the business so you should do it well, in real life, mm -hmm. the only business should be enjoying his life and, and having you know directors what? and people yeah. working for him so I he can pay them. Yeah. But it's his opposite here. See, you know, they, they do the work. You have to tell yeah. them how and where mm -hmm. and what. Yeah. And then you got this, uh, you know, this comments coming towards you. Right. You own the business. So it's your business. So you have to care. Well, of course right. I care. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm working here triple. Yeah. Uh, 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 different uh, yeah. shifts, tri triple shifts. For sure, for sure. <laughs> you know, morning, day, evening, and afternoon, and, and the night. Uh, night. And exactly. The night. So I'm not complaining yeah. about that, mm. but we have to talk about it because this is the truth. Right. Well, here's the biggest misconception: is that I think a lot of people believe that you know when you are owner of the business and you are high up, and instead you turn into you know multi-franchise corporation. Um, that you have more time to yourself, you don't. I think the big misconception is when you're the owner of a company, you can take these extended vacations and it's always gonna be um, lollipops and rainbows, but it's never the case. You are always, always 24 seven working for your employees, no matter how, how big you are in your company. That's right. No matter how big you are, you're always going to be working for your employees. So we are first size today. Yeah. Um, we are kind of between uh, too small to be big. And too big to be small. Exactly. So exactly. somewhere nowhere. Just between very small and medium size. Very difficult uh, situation mm -hmm. right now. Absolutely. Because they treat you. Some people treat you as a big company, so you Certainly. should provide. Yeah. And some people say you're too big to be uh, to uh, to do too this for, for us because yeah. it, you're too big. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's this is the stages of the business. When, right. When the business was smaller, with uh, mm -hmm. two three people mm -hmm. working in the office. It was different, but then right. you, you move on, on, you know, every day, exactly. every year. Yeah. You know, uh, so today, with all these people working in the office and yeah. um, uh, technicians on the road and students and everybody, right. there's a lot of uh, different responsibilities here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, I like the way it is. Yeah. That uh, I'm busy at work. That something right. is building. Something yeah. is happening. But that's me. Many people don't like it. It's true. Many people do not like That's it. That's true. They don't want the stress. They don't want to worry. They don't want to. They want to sleep at night. Family they time. Don't, they don't want whatever this is. They, yeah. you know, when they have too much stress, stress is not good for you anyway. Um, it's how you handle your stress. Everyone, so I think stress is good uh, for everyone. It's just about how you handle it. It becomes a challenge for you to get over. And every opportunity you have to be uncomfortable is an opportunity for you to grow. Yeah. That's what I, I love about entrepreneurship. So about the business and being yeah. a new owner, yes, for some people it's a good deal. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing, especially when you're doing it right, when you're playing your cards right, when right. when the business is being successful. Mm -hmm. You can um, put your time for vacation and for the work. You can mm -hmm. you can somehow uh, um, de deal with the time right. for that time. Yeah. But um, uh, for some people, more people, yeah, I think I have a pretty good story about when we started the college, it was sort of my entrepreneurship journey. But when we started the college, I also just finished, uh, graduated as a nursing um, graduate and then got my first position as a cardiology nurse. And I remember, you know, we were, I was studying and researching how to open a college for eight months. I was just stuck in a room by myself in the dark. It gets really lonely 
um, opening a business, right? It's only you it, and nobody else. Nobody else, nobody else. And so those eight months, you know, we're developing the, the project, uh, building the site, building the unit um, to have a classroom and a workshop. And I remember I had to come in, I had a night shift at nursing and I was uh, about 6 a.m. just before I was leaving. And one of my patients had a code blue and I'm there, team comes in, doctor comes in, I'm doing compressions. And unfortunately the patient passed away, but I had to come to the office at 8.30 in the morning and interview one of our first instructors to be an instructor at the college. So you see how, how crazy it can be. You still, I needed an income, so I continued nursing and I still am a nurse and I love what I do, but I needed to make money, right? You I, always pay your employees first before you pay yourself as a company so, uh, exactly, owner. Exactly. Always pay uh, your employees first. Yeah. So I knew I wasn't taking money from the college uh, at a certain point and I knew I had to sustain myself, continue doing night shifts, continue reacting to code blues and then coming to work and putting on a face. Well, we created college right? and I didn't get paid for two years. Yeah, oh, I know. Two years. Yeah. Well, it's because this, this is what happened. So anybody would sacrifice that? For sure. Is there anybody who would sacrifice to create a business not to get paid from it? Not for everyone. Two, for two years? But that's the dream. I think everybody understands that when you build a business, you want to have the comfortable life and sort of the fame that comes with it and the branding, right? You want the brand to represent who you are and you want to represent the brand. So business. But it's difficult. Owner, business owner has to be creative. Yeah. Has to be, has to have extreme, extreme strength. Yeah. And patience. And yes, uh, exactly. To, to open because it doesn't start and doesn't work right, right. away. You mm -hmm. can register the business, you can open it today and you think it'll be a millionaire tomorrow. No. And you're very, very wrong. Right. That's not gonna happen. It yeah. takes time yeah. and um, it takes time, you know, un unless you steal money from somebody. Right. Then you're going to be no, it's very, away. it's a very amazing journey to be on. Sometimes, you know, some companies do become very successful within 12 months and yeah. sometimes companies become successful and really successful in 10 years. Yep. And so it's about being persistent and believing in what your, what the, the value your product or service has and, and keep on pushing. Right. Yeah. So this is what we do here. And of course, yeah. uh, bringing on young generation that right. come with ideas because mm -hmm. uh, I'm not saying I'm old generation, but I'm saying right. that, that I have yeah. experience. Uh, it I'm was a, your I'm idea. Ex I'm experienced generation. Yeah. But um. bringing young generation on board, definitely uh, that's the key word. For sure. Uh, because For sure. they come with ideas, more energy, and yeah. yes, it goes into the people. And they take more risks, right? I think what. Uh, what I found is individuals who were my mentors, all over 50 years old, all successful in their respective industries, but they're always, you know, saying it, it's about risk management. And I think younger people are more willing to take risks. And I think they should take risks because in your twenties, that's when you should take risks. You have your whole life to readjust your career path and whatever older people, forties, fifties may not have so much time to take risks, although some do, energy patients right and they have families to take care of they can't quite invest you know three hundred thousand dollars into a project that they believe in because they don't know if they're going to be successful or not young people you know take the risk do what you need to do and what you believe in and just be persistent what they say is um, at 20 get married at 30 right. produce right okay put and then of course uh, plant the tree yeah by the house right at 40 start your business at a 50, oh enjoy the life. Right, that's <laughs> only if your business takes off in the first 10 years. Yeah. Otherwise, you're well, gonna keep. From 20 yeah. to, f to 50, it's 30 years altogether. Exactly. So, so you're working on 30 years. So yeah. Because when you start your life at 50, right. it's gonna take you to what, 100? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> how much energy do you have at 50? Some yeah. do, I mean, you know, really some do. Yeah. But and people do start um, business also. Yeah. They work all their lives, uh, probably some industries here and there right. for 20, 30 years and then finally realize mm -hmm. I'm not good to be a, a appliance manager. I right. want to open a, a coffee shop. Exactly. Have opportunity to buy a franchise and right. and they do open a coffee shop. Just, exactly. what, just what happened with some managers I know from respect to uh, manufacturers, mm -hmm. they simply quit yep. to open a coffee shop. Right, some financial advisors or people who work in banks yeah. really just want to own a bar and be, yep. you know, in front of people and, and serving people uh, and owning their own real business. So, talking yeah. about the appliance industry yeah that's what we talk about all the time so i love this industry yeah first of all you're serving people exactly second of all the job you do 
mm-hmm. must make them happy because why? You fix their problems. Right. You fixing problems. Mm. Uh, and, and then and then um, so the sasso is right there. Of course, uh, there's issues like uh, any, uh, everywhere else. Right. But uh, there's always issues with any businesses. But it's the right amount of challenge most every day. Most of the great. time, most of the time, this business appliance business is great. You know, mm-hmm. you do. You're not only appliance technician. You are a technician. Right. You are customer service. Yep. You have to be in way a salesperson. It's true. Although you don't, but you are. Yep. You have to be a negotiator. Right. You have to be a big talker, mm-hmm. um, good talker. You need to know how to collect that money. Bookkeeping. It's so important okay. as a service technician to keep your books in and order. And that's only for one technician. From day one. That's only one technician. Yeah. Of course, when you run your business, right. that's a, the whole different goal in the game. That's true. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got different systems you have to run, yeah. all this AR and P and everything. Um, so there's lots of good uh, challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and good uh, bon- uh, bonuses about a business being the owner of, of the business. Yeah. And we're talking about appliance business here. Of course, the community of appliance community is not that big in Toronto. It's a ve- once you get into it, you realize how small, small it, is. it is. Really, yeah. it's a very small community. You know pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. They know you, you know them. Um, you know, so uh, the community, right. our community is not that big. Right. And yes, we do need technicians. So guys, you come over to the school, yeah, absolutely. learn, and then start working. Maybe one day yeah. you become the owner of your business. That's true. And I think um, you know, moving into entrepreneurship versus intrapreneurship. And so those who you know aren't ready or wouldn't want to sort of own their own business, or let's say a technician for um, of the servicing company, what entrepreneurship is essentially is taking on a project in the business to open up sort of another stream of revenue. And so what this could mean is, uh, as an appliance service company, you can get a project manager who would uh, have all of your technicians get their gas three and gas two licenses, and now you start offering HVAC services to your customers. And so you're, you're entrepreneuring a project inside your company to offer another service, and so here we go. We now do all domestic appliances, and now we do all installation and servicing of HVAC units. I spoke to one of the students uh, who's right. working for us already. Yeah. Now. A graduate who's graduate employed. Who's actually now a teacher. Oh yeah, at and, the college. At the college, right? So wow. I spoke to him last right. night uh, for, for, for a long time. We talked about these different things here, mm-hmm. and I told him, I'm so glad yeah. that we have the school, mm-hmm. the college. Because we're talking about different contracts. What happened to that contract? What happened to that contract? Mm-hmm. And I explained that because of lack of um, quality people mm-hmm. in here, contracts don't want you. It's right. very simple. Yep. You uh, need to have uh, a quality people, not quantity, but quality. That's exactly it. So what happened right. is right now, I think uh, with the college, we do have this quality of people that are here today. And even though they have no experience, no, mu- no much experience, they yep. are learning, but they have a very good understanding mm-hmm. what technicians is because they actually went to the school. They right. wanted to become a technician. Exactly. So they were not picked up on the street, just like I did before. Mm-hmm. Anybody, any walking soul, living soul on the street, right. bring them over here. Yeah. And I uh, trained him, whether he liked it or not, I trained him. And then, exactly. And then he was, he wasn't a technician. It wasn't his even choice. Right. He just did it because of right. lack of money. So talking to this um, um, worker already, the technician, mm-hmm. we're talking about um, the G2, G3 licenses. Right. We're talking about uh, coming up uh, the, uh, in the fall that we're going to be doing the training on the furnaces. Perfect. We're going to be doing the furnaces. Exactly. So this is the entrepreneur. Uh, the shape. entrepreneurship. That's right. right. Within w- your company. When we're going to expand yep. to fix other appliances, right? Like for example, furnaces, because mm-hmm. all our guys they already G three, some of them G two license. That's right. And now yep. they all gonna go and get the G two license. Yep. Or DA. Uh, got it. And this way we can expand to fix furnaces in the springtime, summer, right. so, uh, winter time, mm-hmm. for the ACs, central units, and the summertime. You got it. They are seasonal work, mm-hmm. and yes, you can do all kind of things. Right. When you have so this is tanks to the college. That's right. Otherwise, 
we would never have opportunity to even yeah. discuss this because there's yeah. no one to work with. I think an important, so an important point to make for entrepreneurship is, uh, you know, you want to, you find a problem in the world and you create a solution for it, whether it's a product or service. And for us, it was really, appliance service technicians have been around almost a century, for sure, 100 years, a long time. For Since sure. the appliances. Since were. appliances became household <clears throat> yeah. products. Yeah. And so our first and foremost goal was to bring um, branding you know, to the world of who an appliance technician is and uh, making them aware of this huge industry that's really not being taken seriously. No. And you know, we have our big players who are global manufacturers and also those big service teams. Um, but what we want to do is we want to build a stronger community uh, better technicians and so our goal at the college was to sort of bring the word out there and shine a light on the appliance servicing industry yeah just right. like this uh, student of ours from uh, from attic yeah he came back here from different uh, he was sent to to his co-op in different places right now he's quit from there he just came back here yeah and he was telling telling me how these other companies are scamming the customers Right. He was so, he was so um, um, taken aback, disgusted yeah. with the, the fact that the company goes out mm -hmm. and is simply um, scamming customers, selling yeah. parts they don't need, right? Doing service they don't need. Yep. Okay. So he he just doesn't want to be. But the root of that, that problem is the lack of knowledge, the, the lack of knowledge of the technician. Number one. Yeah. So appliance industry. Now that I hear from him, this mm -hmm. today. I thought oh, this yeah. was gone a long time ago, but nope. I still hear this today because I know years ago this was this was always in, in the big talks yeah. about appliance technicians. They were always not the technicians; they were con artists. I don't con know. artists, parts changers, <laughs> parts changers, whatever you want to call them. They're all the same bracket. Yeah, so they're all the same bracket. So now yeah. I want to make this industry legit. Yeah, like electrician, like plumber. Yeah. Like um, HVAC. We have a red steel license like all other trades do. It's a matter of getting it mandated and, and bringing the word out there. Again, it's our responsibility as a college and company owner to uh, bring the word out there and start legitimizing this industry. It needs when, to be. When I started in this trade uh, 32 years ago in Canada, mm -hmm. well, I liked it, but uh, they didn't really treat us very well as, of course. as technicians. Of course. Most of them, they had no uniforms. Yeah. Um, these guys are uh, only working for Admiral, for English, for Maytag, mm -hmm. factory service guys. They had uniforms. Everybody right. else, no uniforms whatsoever. Yeah. And I think today also you, you see tons of these guys walking, driving with their unassigned vehicles. Yep. Unsigned vehicles uh, with no uniforms, uh, walking mm -hmm. to your house. You don't know who this person is. Is that person a thief? Is a criminal? Exactly. Is he a technician? What yeah. do you see? Right? Mm -hmm. So, um, my goal right. right now is to fix this industry, to make it yep. as, as legit as possible. Exactly. So people have respect to appliance technician because appliance technician, yep. it's a very hard job. It's true. It's not only, uh, like I said before, I'm going to repeat myself here, but it's a mm. very hard job. It takes yep. uh, a lot of thinking. Right. You know, we had the students that we uh, um, now going for co-op and they're listening to what we have to say on meetings and stuff. And it's not easy. You right. know, an electrician that runs the wires in the house, he just have to run the wire from A to B. That's right. And he doesn't have to talk to anybody. Same with the plumbers. Same plumber goes and just the, the creates lines. Toilet is not draining or sink is plugged. Mm -hmm. Unplug it and go home, right? Right. But uh, this one here is a different job. Yeah. You need to be part of plumber. You exactly. Have to be electrician. Exactly. You have to be, a, you know, so many different trades in one. Refrigeration you, mechanic. You need to know right. all this stuff. So. It is very neat trade, and it's you know with the full respect. My job is honestly, I want to make this trade as highlighted as 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 uh, much as I, as I, exactly. as I can. Exactly. Yeah. This. Because this yeah. is really um, sometimes what was now like, I was surprised really with this person who was uh, talking to me on yeah. Friday, Chris. I work for these guys and they, I'm not going to state names right now, there's no right. point of saying names here, but there's yeah. companies out there that they really scamming customers still. Yeah, I think, and I still believe that that's because of the lack of knowledge. And so, you know, uh, a, a respectable technician wouldn't go in, and I, I really hope so, um, 
to go and try to get the most money out of one customer, right? We want them, what we tell our guys is to, you know, build your brand, build your knowledge, and then do your job well. Yep. If you do your job well, you're going to see, you know, yourself and your company reach new heights and, and you'll make more money. It's true, you will, but it's about being respectable um, so to the about customers. So entrepreneurship here, yeah. <clears throat> we right now in a stage that we can do all this anytime. Right. Exactly. Uh, with the people that are here and they are interested, yep. uh, we're going to do that. We're going to expand to different things. Exactly. Now, when you call um, a truck guy to fix your furnace mm -hmm. and uh, they come to your house, oh, sir, by the way, I have a problem with the fridge. Can you fix the fridge? No, he can't he fix cannot. the fridge. That's right. Yeah. But we can fix the fridge. Exactly. We can fix the stove. Of we can fix the furnace. Gas, electric, we anything. Can, yes, we can fix mm -hmm. your air conditioning in the house, mm -hmm. your thermostat on the wall. So right. that's how I see our technicians. Universal right. soldiers. Exactly. Basically. Well, and that, that was our whole goal, right, when yeah. we started the college, is to ensure that every person, again, must receive their at least their gas technician three license in Ontario yeah. while they're in training to push them to get their gas two license postgraduate. Post yeah. Um, they must learn refrigeration, air conditioning, and of course, commercial domestic appliance servicing. And the most important portion of that training is the co op placement. Right, and so yep. um, whether you stay with a company that you co-op with or branch out, open up your own uh, servicing company or whatever it may be, um, the important thing is the training needs to be full and fundamental. Some companies refuse to take you, uh, our students for a co-op because they're afraid yeah. that they're gonna teach them and then they're gonna open their own business right. and take the business away. And become competitors. You know what? Competition is very healthy. Very healthy, you're very right. Competition is very healthy, and I, mm -hmm. I, I spoke to some guys here you know, this week. Go ahead, open yeah. the business. Right. right here, next door to me. Yeah. Let's just compete, because competition is very, very healthy. Any competition anywhere in yeah. a business is very healthy. It makes the two businesses perform excellent. Very true, very true. Okay, so that's why it's healthy, versus when you are um, just you and nobody else. Mm -hmm then nothing, no one to compete with, and right. your quality of service and everything is not as great. I remember hearing when I first started the college and you know when we were, um, as a company owner for sure, as a Toronto Appliance Service, you always hear about others asking, you know, what about your competition? What about your competition? And, and how are you monitoring them so that you operate better? And what I have to say is that the, the pool is so big in the GTA, that there's about 10, 11 million people in the GTA Focus on you, focus on your company, focus on your brand. Don't worry about your competitors. Just do better in your own company because listen, let them have their fair share. There's 10 million people in GTA, and focus on you. And appliances times five at least. Right, so there's six units yeah. in every household in Toronto. Six to nine. Exactly. Focus on your company, yeah. build up your technicians, um, build up your employees, ask them what they want out of this company and what they want out of their life and, and treat your, employees well to summarize, don't worry about yeah, your competitors to yeah exactly to summarize yeah. this conversation we had right now mm -hmm. is uh, yes to open the business it's not easy it's not easy it is difficult yeah. uh, yes to register is we can do it probably online uh, today right. i don't even yeah. know maybe yeah. when i went downtown toronto oh. back in 2017 it was the best feeling to register a business okay. i wanted to do it in person but you sure. can do it online it's true probably online so yeah. that's easy it's your business or you are a business owner but uh, yep. this is uh, uh, years away from you know having uh, yeah. because you need to work you need to build you need to buy all this equipment stuff exactly uh, like the resources are unbelievable that you need to yeah. obtain and so that's good a lot of risk to be an owner mm -hmm. okay but it's a responsibility that's a responsibility right. this is a family time yeah. it's kids time mm -hmm. i remember when uh, when uh, when uh, uh, we used to work on saturdays here yeah and then you you guys were playing soccer yeah at the club, and I never went to the soccer game. I said, what mm -hmm. the? So I said one day, I'm not working on Saturday. Perfect. I need to have time yeah. to go to see my kids playing soccer. Right, yeah, that was a good time. Because the Saturdays were the yeah. games. Exactly. And I was working here on Saturday, every Saturday, half day, Right. but there was never half day. Never. There was always whole day, you know, it's yeah. supposed to be nine, nine to one, and I always came home six, seven o'clock. Exactly. So, so yeah. six days a week, basically, mm -hmm. every day. I'm not regretting that. Well, that, that it got us to where we are today, and for sure yourself, right. right? So now you can take a better example of this, and you can uh, probably plan your time better. 
yeah. to, to be a real boss. Even though I don't, because I still work as a nurse in the nighttime and come to work in the morning at 8 a.m. But listen. It's called family sickness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Listen, even if you tried and failed as an entrepreneur, you know what? Congratulations, because most people wouldn't try. Yeah. Right? And and doesn't mean that your project, when it fails, is um, you know, a big-time failure. You can start another project or, or come at it at a different angle. But at least you tried. And most yeah. people won't. And that's the thing to take away is that. Afraid to yeah. try. Because and the risk. And you have to be very good with decision making on the spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Problem arises, be calm, be collective. Let's talk about the issue and let's move forward. Yeah. Right? So uh, the entrepreneur and entrepreneur and entrepreneur yeah. ship uh, in opening the business and expanding different projects here and there. Yeah. We are now ready. Right, for we sure. Can, we can do it. This was not, not, not possible 32 years ago when I was alone. Right. Absolutely not possible. Mm -hmm. Being one person in the business, yeah. uh, you know, you can open the business. You can be one. Yeah. Fine. Like I said, competition. I love competition. I let let it be. It's healthy. But then, um, um, you know, a one person in the business, mm -hmm. it's just you. It's you. It's yeah. nobody else. So you're lonely. You're really lonely. It's true. Lonely to do your job. Lonely mm -hmm. to make decisions. Lonely to yeah. um, uh, get your calls. Like lonely. Right. Always lonely. It, so it typically is that the and definitely working journey for, is lonely yeah, in the beginning. I, I'm working for a company or with a company when there's a team, there's yeah. uh, there's leaders, Enthusiasm. There's, convers there's conversations, there's bon benefits and all this. Yeah. There's so many different things, you know. And <clears throat> maybe if I was 20, 32 years ago, if I didn't start the business, maybe if I right. joined with some team here and there, maybe I would work with them. I don't know. But yeah. my personality would not allow me. If you could go back to your 21-year-old self, what would you tell him? And, and you know what you know now. What would you tell him? Is, is the route that he took, the, the young Chris, was the route the right route? Or would you have changed something? Would you let him know something to change? What would you tell yourself um, 30 years ago? You know what? I don't know. Um, definitely, I would go the same route, for sure. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I will take different actions here and there, but uh, the route definitely to open the business. Yes, yeah. this is my job. All the lessons you learned, all the people, all the partners you have, and and everything that you've done, uh, led you to this point. Of course, the only but thing anything you would change? The only thing I was afraid of, yeah. I knew the business, mm -hmm. I knew uh, the technician job, mm -hmm. I didn't know everything, and my fear was always, what if I hire somebody mm. that knows more than I do? And now he's gonna come. He's gonna dictate the rules here. He's gonna tell no, no. What are you talking about? This is how this. You gotta yeah. fix this. How you fix that? And now, if I didn't know what it's gonna be, yeah. So that fear passed. It never happened. Right. You never hired someone. <laughs> I never hired somebody yeah. who knew more than me. Right. And to the, especially today. Today yeah. we had new students, so definitely there's a lot right. of uh, there's a lot of uh, you know I hear, I hear from the technicians. Uh, I said my board. My, are you getting bored? You were listening to me. No, no, no. We never get bored listening to you. That's amazing. Yeah, I'll tell my, you this. That's yeah. that's Michael. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, you know, what I always learn, and I did a lot of research before we started the college, before we opened the college, especially, is that you always hire people who know more than you. Of course, at the college, for me, it was I had to hire uh, professors who've taught at different colleges, who are HVAC technicians, and of course yourself, who's an appliance technician, to tell me what to do in order to make this business thrive for yeah. you, right? And so for the instructors, I had them give me all of the notes that they could possibly give me to help me create that workshop that they wanted in order to give them the freedom to teach the students. Yeah. Or ask you, uh, as an appliance technician expert, um, how to adjust the curriculum that makes more sense in today's uh, training rather than you know other colleges who are teaching um, from 30 years ago and just installation. We want to be. We want to teach servicing. We want to teach HVAC and, and electrical fundamentals and right. And so for me, opening that college was about hiring people who know more than me indefinitely. And the, the first important hire you should make when you open a business is a bookkeeper or accountant. That is your first hire after you. Okay. Always. So these days, uh, yeah. I opened the business in 1990. Mm -hmm. That's AC appliance refrigeration. Right. 1992, we became Toronto Appliance Service. Well, that was quick. So, so it was two years yeah. of different moving here and there, um, yeah. up and down, yeah. um, different places, um, and it was rocky, very rocky. 
for sure. And it was for sure. Slow, the recession. It was busy and yeah. it was a recession. Mm-hmm. Somehow when, when I got into Toronto Appliance Service, uh, the wife was panicking. Oh my God, the, the whole right. family was panicking. What are you paying for? What are you doing? You're spending so much money and you're only buying a telephone number. I said, well, so this important. is the part of the business. Yeah. Our telephone number was linked to so many different people that were calling us. Right, exactly. And I don't think they advertised that time. I don't mm-hmm. even remember if they advertised. I know they had so many customers. Right. They were calling them simply because they knew the number. They knew That's the amazing. Mm-hmm. That's nice. But then, you know, two of us, uh, me and partner, yeah. we lasted for 12 years. Amazing. And with the partner. It was a good partnership in a way because uh, he didn't do anything. <laughs> Right. Well, he was, he was, he, he, he was mechanical technician. Yeah. He didn't want to be involved in, in administration or whatever this is. So, right, right. So we, didn't, we never fight. Uh, so it, it lasted, but then he got sick a little bit and he, had, he quit. Which makes sense. I, it's totally understandable. He came older. He was older than me, 16 or 17 years. Right. right. And um, yes, he, uh, mm-hmm. then he was coming to work for a week and he wasn't coming for five weeks right. because he was sick and mm-hmm. the paycheck has to come because, you know, he has a partner. Course. Okay, so right. in the end he says, Chris, I'm sorry, but I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And then we split, and the men still work for me for right. another two years. And he helped me. I said, I said, I said, you're not going anywhere. You need to be here. Right, I don't care sure. what you say, you need to be here because I need you. Yeah, definitely. But technology was coming, you know, was coming, and he was uh, basically um, stuck with, um, you know, all these belts and transmissions and grease and stuff mm-hmm. those days and um, new, new technology especially LG and all this mm-hmm. uh, electronics he was afraid he didn't right. want to touch those and didn't have much experience with it though didn't right. yeah so he lasted for some time and then says Chris I'm sorry mm-hmm. but goodbye so partnership I don't believe in partnerships right I had no choice in my business to be in partnership mm-hmm. because I actually bought myself into the partnership right and I don't re- regret that yeah um, ex is uh, uh, the partner who was with him. His wife mm-hmm. was still working for us for 14 years, I believe. Right, right. And so um, she was a nice, excellent worker. Mm-hmm. You know, she was only by herself for many years, and of course, start growing. You know, mm-hmm. so it takes time. It takes time. That's right. Some people kind of were kind of jealous. No, no, you build your own business. You just go and buy businesses. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, make your own business and buy business buy business is uh, kind of similar <laughs> it's definitely because, similar, be- because yeah. you buy the business you don't know what you buy well it's true you cannot yeah. really you know the business i purchased wasn't uh, like today if you want to buy a business you um you have to show what's your income mm-hmm. what's the business uh income what's the expenses what's the contracts here yeah. and there so yeah. you, to pay for the business that business doesn't have any of this Right. There was nothing. There was mm-hmm. nothing. There was no papers, basically, just the contract. Right. And that didn't show what we what they work with. It's just mm-hmm. simply a purchased yeah. a telephone number. And you're buying the reputation too, right? And so you don't really know if the reputation is good or bad when you buy that business. And yeah. so well, I worked with them a little bit because I was right. help, I was helping them yeah. uh, here and there so because the business was making only uh, on they were only servicing washers and dryers. Oh wow! No refrigerations. Right. R- washes, dryers, and stoves, mm-hmm. basically, and freezers, refrigeration. I came with, I came with that to the business. I built it into the business right. with my experience. It's almost like an entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. And so, so adding services. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought we're gonna be you know, big because they already were kind of stable with uh, washers and dryers. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I bring uh, freeze, fr- freezers, fridges, and uh, all these working coolers and stuff, air conditioners. Right. So I'm going to add into the business, thinking we're going to now be big. And we'll advertise uh, in yellow pages. And like I said, $64,000. Oh, I can't imagine spending that much on advertisement. Today? Yeah. Today, $64,000, yeah. a lot of money. Absolutely. But that was then. For sure. That was th- 1992. Yeah, $64,000. Oh, my God. They were killers. Yeah. And uh, that's because, you know, you paid for different, uh, like Etobicoke is one, North York is another oh, one. Oh, I see. Downtown Toronto, another one. Yeah. Mississauga is another one. So all these different things. And if you want to have wow. it in color, it costs even double. Right. right? So black and white, small, a quarter page, uh, half page. Yep. Like different advertisements. Somebody remembers uh, how this was. Mm-hmm. They also have, for the, today, yellow pages. 
but it's a little bit nobody uses that believe me a little bit different yeah. and yes and no one is using yellow pages today there right. is a totally different scope of advertising yeah yeah uh, you know kijiji google facebook instagram exactly whatever this is that exactly today. so mm -hmm. in a way not to be really rude here i like that the Europe page doesn't have as much business as they have before. <laughs> right, I mean, they took so much of your money <laughs> in the past, so I'd probably feel the same way. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. So, with businesses, uh, you know, so we were adding slowly, uh, like I said, a recession uh, hit us at mm -hmm. 92. Mm -hmm. Lasted for some time. Um, yeah. If you, anybody remembers that recession, the houses went down 50%. Right. Went down, whoever, we didn't have a house that time, so I didn't mm -hmm. worry much. Mm -hmm. But uh, people that had businesses and houses, the prices went down 50%. Crazy. Somehow, Crazy. we did survive. Right. We did survive. But people still need their appliances, basically. Think about it. Even though there's a recession, you still need a fridge, you still need a stove. Well, I had to go to the bank, get the loan. Right, right. To keep us going. Because of the course. Yellow Pages was definitely killing me. It was killing yeah. me right there. And, they, right. and Yellow Pages was tied with the bell. Oh, so right. what happened is, if you didn't pay your advertisement, they cut your telephone. Wow. That's bad. So you pay your advertisement, telephone goes back. Mm -hmm. Very bad service. I didn't like that. This was mm -hmm. something that I, I remember until today. Right. And that's why uh, I don't have Bell. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> anyway, Which makes they are, sense, right? This is the division of Bell. That's about customer service, and they definitely lost the customer then. How are you supposed, right. to, probably more how are you supposed to pay for the advertisement if they cut your telephone off? Exactly. Doesn't and, make sense. And this is the worry. You go to mm -hmm. work, and there's no telephone. No one can call you. Right. And yet they want the money from you. This is the part of your entrepreneurship. Right. When you open your business, this is your worries. When you exactly when you wake up in the morning and you're fully wet because you, you don't know what to do next. Oh yeah. There's no money in the bank. There's no yeah. money coming through. And on top of everything, you come to work and the telephone is cut out. Right. I remember how stressful it was. I mean, our first year, you know, it was you know trying to get the word out. Here's who we are. We're applying to Technical Institute of Canada. We have this program for appliance service technicians. Nobody knows what an appliance technician is. And so for me, our branding was masked by the HVAC licenses. And so hey, I was like, hey, come get your HVAC license here. Come get your G3 and DA here. And on top of that, come and do our appliance servicing program. We teach you refrigeration. And so we sort of you know, got the word out saying we're HVAC trainers and also domestic and commercial appliance trainers. And then the ball started rolling, we started getting more hits on our Facebook ads, and people started deciding, you know what, HVAC is way too saturated, right? There's about 500 new HVAC technicians every year in Toronto, and only 25 new appliance technicians in Toronto from us. And of course, people said it's too saturated to be an HVAC tech. I'm going to be an appliance technician. It's a smaller, uh, you know, company of people and you have more chance of making it out as an appliance technician. Plus, yeah. uh, plus the college, uh, this is our doctrine, that's our idea. Yeah. We want them to be, like I said before, universal soldiers. Absolutely. So we yeah. want them to be HVAC, yeah. we want them to be the appliance guys. Exactly. We want them to um, be a customer service. Right. And that leads you to be, who knows, you may, be, may, be, may become a, 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 a national manager. It's true. You can a field service manager, national service manager, I have manufacturers. Yeah, I have my neighbor who is um, yeah. on the uh, trade. Right. And uh, he's um, he knows the trade very well, actually. Yeah. He knows his, his things, he knows his jobs. Right. Now, from being just a, a maintenance guy in a company, mm -hmm. he's working for government as a manager. Oh, it's amazing. And everybody wants him. Right. Everybody wants him because he knows. Exactly. He knows his stuff. So yeah. once, once you know the appliance industry very well, Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. You need to also uh, know how to manage. That's leadership skills. That's soft. They're called soft skills. Empathy, right. uh, leadership, yeah. decision making, soft yeah. skills. But then, when you are, you know, people say, "Oh, you don't need to know appliance industry." When you are uh, um, just a manager, so well, wrong. manager, you, you know how to manage and get your numbers right. Right, right. But then, people that are surrounding you, working mm -hmm. in a business, technically, they can cheat on you all the time. Because exactly. you, you don't know you don't know what you're talking about. Right. You know? Yeah. You have to play you have to pay the claim. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is Rico. How do you know it's Rico? Exactly. Okay, explain to me. So I explain to you, you believe me. But if you know the trade, you don't need explanation. That's right. You read, yeah. you see, you make your decision faster. Yeah. I think um, like through my journey, especially finishing university, when I was twenty one, I was a, a 
store manager of Abercrombie & Fitch, right? I had 150 employees under me at 21. Mm -hmm. That was insane. I mean, I worked for that company for only a year and a half, and then I became a uh, store manager, right? And so having 150 people under me, scheduling them, talking to directors from Ohio, from their headquarters, and deciding, you know, which, which uh, products sell best, stuff like that. That really got me onto my path into being into management and leadership. I think that's, I wouldn't change anything from my journey getting to this point. Managing that company, uh, managing 150 individuals, understanding how metrics work and what is a KPI and key performance indicators, all of that led me to where I am today. Then the, the nursing, there's some leadership courses we took um, in management, and then finally, um, that research aspect that you learn when you go to university is that you go to learn how to learn and so research was so important uh, in those days uh, which is what got me to research how to open the college important learn how to learn that's the that's the one thing about colleges and universities is you go to school to learn how to learn and exactly. to continue learning yeah. right you have to with this industry yeah every day yeah you need to learn every day exactly probably when I'm gonna be retired one day New technologies. Be technologies. Yeah, I wouldn't even know about. It, absolutely, absolutely. That's Microchips in your in your brain that turn on your, <laughs> your oven from work. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just think about okay, oven three fifty, <laughs> and, and it, it starts. Takes, it takes on preheat. Yeah, just like and now so, we, you can control it with, with yeah. a telephone and whatever this yeah. is. Yeah, and so you know, opening the college at twenty five, this journey has been so amazing. I wouldn't change a single thing that happened in my life. Not a single thing. No. Everything led to where we are today. Well, and I'm, glad. I'm glad amazing. to hear that myself. Yeah, that's good because yeah. this is going to lead to a, a, a success, successful here and there. Yeah, and this is what we're talking about. Exactly, o opening the business, yeah. risk management, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, to the whole world, yeah. it's nice feeling to open a business. It's true. It's true. It is hard work, though. It is very it's, hard it's work. Hard work, long hours. Yeah. It, it, that's come to successful, like in our case, mm -hmm. that's fine. Exactly. But so many times it doesn't. And apparently you have to right. take this uh, for granted. But listen, again, congratulations if you tried, because many, many people will not try. Yeah. Right, yeah. and so. So we did it, and um, we invite everybody here to come to, yeah, to, come to, 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 jo to, join, to join us in the school at work. Yeah, thank you. Thank Cheers. you very much. Thanks, guys.